What's up, listeners? Handsome Doc Hendricks here, giving you another <laughs> no. one-size-fits-all, double-print, reverse-print, uh, backside and frontside, both arms and inside-out uh, shirt for The Undertaker that fits everybody, no matter what size or shape you are. <laughs> that fits everybody, but sort of nobody, unless you're a very specific kind of fat guy. I hope that clap at the beginning was very loud. Was way too loud. But I didn't, I didn't do it like... Like full hands, I just sort of did like yeah. fingers and outside of hands. So it, it was a very, super... it was a radio clap. Yeah, uh, that's when that's when you uh, uh, hit Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> and turn him back into a normal human being. Yeah, Fred Flintstone style. One bonk on the head makes you radio, and one bonk brings you back to uh, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> that is reasonable. Uh, hello, once again, ladies, gentlemen. Dudes, do dogs, lady dude dogs? Nah, I'm on the fence about them. Okay. We're going to see. I'm going to, I'm taking, uh, I, th- I think there's a... Prescription pe- drugs. Uh, certainly, but there, there's a petition on uh, change.org to uh, to make us allow lady dude dogs onto the, onto the podcast. And, and by onto the podcast, I just mean like allowed to listen. There, right. there will never be one on the podcast. Let's be very clear. There's been one woman on the podcast. Yeah, barely. And she said two things. Yeah, one was funny though. One was funny. Yeah, we have to go back and listen to what it was. But I think, um, yeah, it was Liz, right? I'm not crazy. Uh, shout out to Liz Mustard. Shout out to Liz Mustard. Um, real name. Real name. Um, yeah, when we were real doing, name, no gimmicks. <laughs> we were doing one of the oh, an Obi Trice type, because <laughs> uh, we were doing one of the nitros. I think it was when a bunch of security came out. She's like, "Yeah," then a bunch of dads ran in. <laughs> oh, it was something like that. It was funny. I just thought of your Obi Trice joke, and uh, it made me chuckle to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Obi one, shame on me. Obi twice. Shame on you. I've already got it wrong. Obi Trice. <laughs> Real name's no gimmicks. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's shame on you, then. Shame yeah. on me. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool, fool me, me twice. twice. Can't fool me Can't again. Can't fool me again. <laughs> uh, our best president. The best president. You saw that that um, gif I sent, or meme I sent you? I did. That was, that's, the, that's the truth. The, He's an angel. The... <laughs> he, he was sent from heaven. W, I, you know what? I've I've grown to love W for one simple reason, because of how self-aware he's become. Where he's like, "Hey guys, I'm not the worst one anymore." Yeah, you, he, you guys thought you couldn't get worse than me, but guess what? I'm not the worst one anymore. He's really he really gets it. Yeah, and it, which all the more makes me think I, that I've vastly underestimated the power of the bushes because the more. The more time goes on, the more it seems that Trump was just installed as president by the Bushes to make them seem better by comparison. Uh, I'm standing by my stance of uh, Yeb 2024. We, Yeb still, he's got a chance. Yeah, he's got a chance. He's got, he's got, a, a he's got an outside chance, but he's going to do it. I just want, yeah, I want 2024 to be a bunch of former failed Republican nominees. It might be. I want like I want Jeb, I want Rick Perry. <laughs> yeah. I want uh Bob Dole, Rand Paul, Rand Paul, Newt Gingrich. 
We'll throw Huckabee in there. Throw Sarah Huckabee in there. Let's get interesting. <laughs> sure. Girls can play too. What about um, Sarah Palin? Sarah Palin, get on in there. Um, I hope that the Republican nomination... Megan McCain. ...is as insane as the Democratic one was this past election. Where yeah. like it's like 28 people, but it's clear that there's only two or three people that are running. Yeah. It was wild, like... Kind of beginning of 2020, Biden didn't even really have a shot. Yeah, he was like... He was like sixth. Yeah, like fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Yang, he's my guy. Yang Yang. Pete Buttigieg, also my guy. Yeah, didn't Pete win a primary? Pete won a primary, for sure. But wasn't it also the primary where, like, he made the voting machines or some weird thing like that? Yeah, maybe something like that. Or the app... Yeah, like his oh, company yeah. made the yeah. app. He, he was involved with the company that made the yeah. app. Yeah. And the app was named like Shadow Inc. or something. <laughs> something incredibly sketchy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Shadow the Hedgehog. Ah. That's what it was named after. The black one. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was uh, Sonic. There was Knuckles. Yeah. There was Shadow. There was Uncle Tom the Hedgehog. I don't know. Did he have a cabin? Yeah, he had a cabin. Okay. Now, it was in the woods. Have we? T- I don't know if we have. Have we talked about Tails on the podcast? No, I don't think we have. Have we talked about Tails' real name on the podcast? Uh, Gordon Shumway. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> I, I am never going to be mad at an elf reference. But... <laughs> <laughs> it just it makes me think of the robot chicken uh, where it's uh he's doing all the alien spoofs and then he goes, Wait, Winona Ryder's on this picture? Somebody locked my trailer, my iPod's in there. <laughs> it's funny because she steals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh Tails is real name. Are we familiar? I'm sure I've heard it before, but I've totally forgotten. Uh does Miles Prower ring a bell? Sure. Okay. Is that it? That's Tails' name. Weird. And I knew that for a while. Okay. But... But you didn't know what his, his worker name was. I didn't know his name. I only knew him as Miles Prower. Yeah. And not Tails. No. I knew that was Tails' real name. Okay. But I did not until embarrassingly recently <laughs> the beauty of that name. Miles Prower. Oh, my God. Huh? That's... I Scott, you blew my mind. Can you even... <laughs> it's that Tim In, insert Eric Wareheim mind being blown gif. I didn't. E- it's unbelievable. Does Sonic also have a government name? No, he's like a share type. Oh, does Knuckles? Yes, Is but I can't Dusty say Knuckles? it on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know anyone's. The government name besides that. Also, I don't understand why they have government I, I couldn't, because they come from a, you know, a, a place. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't appear that he has a... I'm going to pop a juice. Papa, Papa Squat? Papa John's? Well, you're... Hey, hey, I like his style. I like his managerial style. I don't think Shadow the Hedgehog has a name. So how come only Tails... I guess because Tails isn't a hedgehog. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe hedgehogs don't. Hedgehogs don't have names, but uh, kitsunes do. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I feel like you're... How did you know that he had a name? I don't know how I knew that, but I knew that. 
but I didn't know the beautiful wordplay involved. I, ju- I just want a list of Sonic the Hedgehog's characters and then their real live names. <laughs> characters, there we go. The actors that play them. Tails is played by Miles Prower. Miles Prower, the, yeah. The real, the real Kitsune that plays Tails is Miles Prower. <laughs> sure. Uh, d- and yeah, Miles Tails Prower. Yeah. Hmm. But everyone else just is just like a, a, a single hedgehog name. Hmm. Or Echidna. Sorry, Knuckles. I don't want to single you out. Metal Sonic. Knuckles the Echidna. Uh, Fang the Sniper. I don't know what that is. I feel like that's after our time. Uh, Fang the Sniper, initially known as Knack the Weasel, mm. is in English uh, localizations, is a purple wolf-slash-weasel hybrid. Hmm. A wolf Jerboa hybrid in Japan. Oh, those are those crazy eared fellas? Yeah, they look like little hoppy rats. That's right. Hoppy big-eared rats. Oh, I, I do not care for this character. Does he fuck? I don't know. He looks pretty stupid. Yeah, he looks kind of stupid. I don't think he fucks. Fang the Sniper. is. He, I guess he's a bad guy, I would assume. I think Fang the Sniper would be a bad guy. Oh, yeah. a minor antagonist who has made several appearances in the series. So what you're saying is he's not important at all, and I should just move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look. It doesn't look like anybody else has a nickname Only or has, has a real name. There's Mighty the Armadillo. They're just reaching. No, I remember Mighty being in the animated uh, cartoon. Animated cartoon. The animated series. That looks stupid. I don't like that at all. It's just. Like, the armadillo does not look like a different species than Sonic. Uh, no, well, yeah, because the problem is that they're all animated exactly the same, like, yeah. body and stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember Vector the Crocodile. I didn't watch the television show. Big so. the Cat? That big sounds, the Cat. That sounds like you. That does sound like me. You're Big the Cat. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> it looks exactly like you. <laughs> looks like a hotter version of me. Everyone look up Big the Cat. That's what Scott looks like in real life. <laughs> Chicken legs... Big old barrel upper body, <laughs> stupid ears. <laughs> stupid ears. Scott, the, the first part was true, but I, I, hate, I don't have stupid ears. I hate to be the one to tell you. I have nice ears. You look mentally handicapped. People say that to me all the time. Uh, yeah, t- I, I know that people say you look mentally handicapped to you all the time. Uh, to call the echidna? Brain wars. Oh, she can get it. No. No? Uh, no, she's got a weird-looking body. Am I just desperate? <laughs> she's uh, the daughter of something and is in the same tribe as Knuckles. Um, and then Cheese the Rabbit. Oh, Cream the Rabbit and Cheese. I don't know what that means. Hold on. A peach-colored rabbit with a constant companion named Cheese. So Cream and Cheese. Cheese... Anybody knows that reference? Uh, you're my best friend. Uh, okay, whatever. Looks like a rabbit thing. Looks like if a rabbit was in Sonic. Uh, yeah. Uh, Blaze the cat? Maybe maybe this one's more like me. I don't think so. I think the other one's exactly like you. The other one was based off you. Uh, I mean, that one could also be you. I like Blaze better. Yeah. Even though I'm, I think it's a girl? <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, Jet the Hawk, Wave the Swallow, that could also be you. <laughs> Storm the Albatross, Silver the Hedgehog. How about Storm the Capital? <laughs> Storm the Capital. Can that be my character in Sonic? Yeah. 
Mm, I don't like I don't like Silver the Hedgehog. No, he, he can get out. Uh, and then yeah, there's supposed to be side characters. Sticks the Badger. Man, I played Sonic One and Sonic Two on, uh, on, uh, like original versions of it, and have not played anything since then. So all of these characters to me, sure. Yeah, that's a badger. I've. They all just look the same. The only, I guess I got a, I was given a Dreamcast late in the game, though no Sonic games on it. Or was Sonic already a property of Nintendo by the time Dreamcast came? No, no, it was later. I guess it was after Sega died. Um, But yeah, so I didn't have any Sonic games on it. The only Sonic games I played are... I don't know if it was called Sonic 2 or Sonic and Tails... Uh, as well as Sonic Pinball, both on Sega Game Gear. I have only played Portable Sonic. Okay. Yeah. The... What do we got here? Sonic Chaos, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic Triple Trouble, Knuckles Chaotic, Sonic Blast. So what year do you think it was? Uh, 1974. Uh, well, that would be well before the first Sonic the Hedgehog. So. 1993. What do you think about that? Uh, 1993 is Sonic the Hedgehog CD. No. Uh, What's for Game Gear? Sonic Chaos. No, no. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is in early 94. That's, I think that's all too late. Well, that's it then. You got Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in 1992. And, could, could well be that. And then Sonic the Hedgehog CD. For Sega CD and Windows. What was on Game Gear? Oh, maybe this is this might just be main. Maybe you're just an asshole. 2D platforms, uh, racing games, arcade games, educational games. Ooh, I want something to sp- teach me how to read. Spin-off games. Uh, compilations. Cancelled games. Teach me math. Compilations. Cancel games. Sonic versus the Twin Towers. <laughs> ah, funny. Funny guy. Uh, Game Gear. Game Gear. Game Gear. Uh, Sonic did 9-11. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yep. And Sonic Chaos in 1993. It would have been Sonic 2 then. I definitely... I wasn't... Uh, Chaos sounds... Uh, oh, and, and Sonic Triple Trouble as well. Nah, it's too much. Uh, no, Chaos sounds too scary. So that would have been Sonic 2. Oh, you're afraid of Chaos? Yeah. Hmm. Aren't you? No, I like the Chaos. Imagine there being Chaos. I like Chaos. No, I think you're underestimating what Chaos entails. Uh, nope. I enjoy a good uh, skull fucking, and that's Chaos. I mean, that would be a part of it, certainly. Yeah, but that that's what I'm looking for in my, in my life. Okay. This is good juice. New sponsor. No, it was already a sponsor nope. once before. It wasn't a sponsor. It was uh uh-huh. it was mentioned in passing. Was oh wait, was it was it actually a sponsor before? I think it was. Guess what? Old sponsor, guys. <laughs> Guess Par- what's sponsoring us again? Guess who's back <laughs> for another round? Paradise brand calamansi juice. The lemon of the Philippines. <laughs> Recommend it. For some reason, the 7-Eleven around here has it. Because we're cool. 
Perhaps it's Philippine-owned. I have neglected to check lately if they're still trying to trick me with uh, Mountain Dew Whiteout Slurpees. Oh, I yeah. haven't looked in the last little while. Because I was so mad at them. Because one time they made a yellow one. One time they made a, a pale purple one. Yeah. Uh, neither of which are the color of Mountain Dew Whiteout. It's not a trick. It's right in the name. I think it was just, it was the only Mountain Dew sign they had. So they just put it out. The, They're like, one of them was probably the watermelon. It didn't really taste like it. The first one, you could make an argument with some form of Mountain Dew. It, although it tasted kind of pineapple-y. And the, the second one I actually have... Oh, the second one, I'm like, I don't remember drinking the whole thing. I didn't drink the whole thing. I took one, I filled up a large cup, like the biggest one they had, took one sip, and then threw it in the garbage while making eye contact with the cashier. <laughs> and I'm sure she was totally fine with it. Didn't give a yeah. fuck. I mean, it's a 7-Eleven employee. What, yeah. are they, what are they supposed to do, care? What do you put me put me in 7-Eleven jail? They might. What are you going to put me in 9-11 jail? That's Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> that is Guantanamo. <laughs> I hear that uh, Harold and Kumar went there once. That's true. How'd it go? You know, Did pretty they good. Get, did they get tortured? I don't think I actually watched that one. Did they get tortured? Uh, they had to have a cock meat sandwich. That's interesting. Yep. And then I believe they escaped. Did they make and... did they make them make a human pyramid naked? Nope. But when they escaped, they I believe I don't remember the exact way, but they ended up like parasailing by accident and landing in George Bush's ranch. Okay. And then George Bo- like W was played by one James Adomian. Nice. And then they they smoked some weed and did he, he did a Bush impersonation and that was the extent of what I remember. It's I feel bad for Adomian that he never got a show out of his stuff. Because when uh, when he and the other guy, uh, Anthony Adamaniuk or whatever, yeah. did those Bernie versus Trump debates, yeah. Anthony got a fucking television show out of it, and yeah. Adomian can go fuck himself. I guess Adomian's stuff is all very impersonation-based. Yeah. So I guess they were like... Well, we don't want a Jesse Ventura show, and we don't. Want... P.S. Why that would be amazing? Know, a guy doing an impression of Jesse Ventura. That's a very that's a very uh, niche market of people who oh know how crazy Jesse Ventura is. Yeah, I'm a mar- I'm a marine. <laughs> I was the governor of Minnesota. I wish one of the marine movies had just starred Jesse Ventura. It's, there's still time. There is still. It's like time. John Cena. John Cena. Randy Orton, The Miz, Jesse Ventura. Uh, you missed Ted DiBiase Jr. and Mr. Kennedy. Oh my God! Have all the have all those people played the Marine? Yes. Has, has it, or, was, or, it was John Cena one? Yeah. Ted Jr. two. Really, Ted Jr. two. He was the yep. first pick. Yep. To Mi- succeed Mr. John Cena. Mr. Kennedy three. Jesus. Miz four, five, six, seven. So no Orton. No, Orton did twelve rounds. Too. Of course he did. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've never seen what? 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 What are? What are you saying? <laughs> I was just going over there to ask him to move because we're underneath a vent and it was getting cool. What? <laughs> uh. Mm, you know what, Scott? I made a fib. <gasps> I made a fib. There's okay. I'm okay. Not knowing, I'm gonna say your fib has to be that DiBiase Jr. was number two. 
I refuse to believe that. That is not my fib. My fib is about just, how many, just like, just like, um, is it about how many pussies I've seen. No, that one that one was true. The answer is at least seven. Uh, the Marine Two stars one Ted DiBiase Jr. Fuck, is he under his real name? No, he's just listed as Ted DiBiase. Okay. Uh, however, well, yeah, because you can't be Junior. No. Uh, Makes Vince feel small. However, the Marine Three was in fact Mike the Miz Mizanin. Oh, he has been in three, four, five, six. So Kennedy did something else. So in number four, it was the Miz and Summer Ray. Oh yes, yeah, Summer Ray. In and number, La- Lana's in one of them. In number five was the Miz, uh, Maurice Heath Slater. Naomi. Wow. Um, uh, Is that where the Miz and Maurice uh, fell in love? Yes. Curtis Axel um, and Bo, uh, Bo Dallas. All the hits. And then in the Marine 6 was Mike the Miz Mizanin and one Sean Hickenbottom. Oh. So, and Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch. So Shawn Michaels, the Miz, and Becky Doing Lynch. Doing a crazy Irish accent. So what I fibbed about was that Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy was in the third behind, behind enemy line. Behind enemy line. Behind enemy lines Columbia. What's the second? Uh it's like nobody's. Like it's it's a okay. bunch of it's like straight to DVD nobody that you even give a fuck about. Tom Berenger? Uh I don't think so. He seems like the type uh, it's Forms. called Axis of Evil. Ooh. Uh, it is set... There's, they are dispatched to North Korea. Love it. And it stars... Okay, Keith David. Okay. I mean, there's some character actors that you would recognize. Uh-huh. But no, no like, named people. Let me ask you the this. The main guy is Nicholas Gonzalez. Ooh, Nikki G. Of uh, The Good Doctor, a.k.a. Doogie Howser MR fans. Yes. Now, let me ask you this. Does it have David Keith in it? It does not have David Keith. I'm out. Sorry. Keith David's the better one. Keith, yeah, Keith David's the good one. Yeah. Um, Community uh, season six, baby. Bad news. Brown. There's no Marine 7 in, pro- in production. What are you talking about? I don't know, but he's doing one called Jet Ski. Maybe that's got the Miz in it. Oh, it doesn't. Maybe it's a backdoor Marine 7. <laughs> oh, but it is right up my goddamn alley. Oh, boy. Scott. If there's one thing I like the most, it's, it's shark attack movies. That's true. And this is right up my alley. Shark attack, baby. It is a, little Ian Edwards a movie called it. Jet Ski. When their stolen jet skis break down, a group of spring breakers come under attack by a great white shark. Is it a backdoor spring breakers 2 project? Yes. And it stars no one you've ever heard of, but I am on board. Oh, put it on the list. I mean, it's already being watched. I'm watching it right now. Oh, okay. I'm not even paying attention to the podcast. I'm, is I'm it, watching this movie. Is it good? It's great. Do you it's love exactly it? <laughs> what I wanted. Speaking of Keith David, yep. he is also in Behind Enemy Lines Three. Fuck yes. Uh, the there is reprising m- his role. Yes. There is at least one other actor we've heard of in this movie. Joe Pesci. Joe Mangianello. Ah. Mangianello. The man who had all of his work <laughs> stolen yep. by Jason Momoa. Yes. 
and doesn't get to do anything anymore. And also originally had all of his credit, everything cut out of Justice League. Oh, that's right. Huh. Oh, so Jason Momoa literally... Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be in the same movie. Yes. Uh, you know this guy. The the guy who directed Behind Enemy Lines Columbia is an actor oh. who I feel like is in something maybe you want. Ray Donovan? It's not Ray Donovan. Uh, Tim Matheson, this guy. You recognize him. Yeah, he. I do recognize he's him. In, uh, he's, he was in the West Wing. He was the vice president in the West Wing. Okay. Yeah. You like him. I love him. Yeah, exactly. He's so, my favorite. Sure, fucking man. I mean, he's no uh, Richard Schiff, Timothy Busfeld, Busfeld, Busfield, or Allison Janney, but he's good. He's good, not great. Anyways, that can. I'm. I'm. It's killing me whether it's Busfeld. I think it's Busfield. I, I'm not gonna look it up. I, you, I want. I want you. No, you need, to really be in, right, some, you, in some pain. This. The show will stop. Come to a grinding halt. Well, it's not going to because I'm the one in charge of recording. Timothy so. Bus. I want to see the ones... How about Timothy Bustfield? <laughs> uh, oh, man. It's going to list all the fucking pay-per-views. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want that. I noticed you haven't looked it up yet. Yeah, because I'm not going to. You're, I told you I'm not going you're to. You're killing your father. I was trying to look up Andrew. All of the yeah. WWE films movies. Uh, but but, but all like actual WWE. It's giving all of the yeah, all of the yeah. pay-per-views that so if I go like I'm sure there's like a Wikipedia WWE US films list. Box office. <laughs> It'll be on Wikipedia. Yeah, I guess. But what will be on IMDB is if you type in Timothy Bus and see what happens. Well, you got a phone in front of you. Use your, I do. Use your goddamn hands. But I, I'm also balancing a juice on myself. So they are putting out an animated one in 2020. They is, is that the Rumble one? Yes. That one's going to be sick. Uh, so they've put out. Oh my god, there are so many. That we've never oh, yeah, yeah. heard of. They they just crank them out. It, it like it cost them a hundred dollars to make a movie. Because like at this like okay, so let's say the first one was the rundown. Of course. And from the rundown, Dwayne Johnson, until, Sean William Scott, a classic. Uh, what was the last one? Like I haven't seen all these, but I've heard of everything up until twenty twenty thirteen's No One Lives. And Ted. then after that, I have not heard of the majority of these fucking movies. I don't think I've seen more than three WWE films productions. The Rundown? One. Walking Tall? Nope. See No Evil? Nope. The Marine? Nope. The Condemned? Nope. Behind Enemy Lines? Nope. Columbia? No. Nope. Twelve Rounds? No. Nope. The Marine 2? No. Nope. Legendary? No. Nope. Knucklehead? No. Nope. The Chaperone? No. Nope. That's What I Am? That's what I am. No. Inside Out. Like uh, the Pixar movie? No. Like uh, Either way, no. Uh, Michael Rappaport, Triple H, Parker Posey. Uh, of course. No. Uh, the Reunion. No. Bending the Rules. No. The Day. The Day? The Day. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> no. Barricade. I haven't heard of Marine a lot of Marine 3 these. Homefront. No. Dead Man Down. No. The Call. No. That's one... the Halle Berry. That's the Halle Berry one with David Otunga. No. No One Lives. No. Queens of the Ring. No. 12 Rounds 2 Reloaded. No. Christmas Bounty. No. Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery. 
That one I don't know why, but no. Oculus, but it doesn't have any wrestlers in it. Right. Road to Paloma, but it doesn't have any wrestlers in it. Leprechaun Origins. <laughs> Is that the one with Hornswoggle? Yeah. yeah. No. no. See No Evil 2. No. Jingle All Is the Kane, Way Is to. Kane in See No Evil yeah. 2? Okay. Jingle All the Way to. Jingle All the Way Starring to? Uh, Larry Show? the Cable Guy and Santino Marella. Wowzers. Uh, no. Uh, the Flintstones and WWE Stone Age Smackdown. No. The Marine 4 Moving Target. No. Vendetta. No. 12 v Rounds. for Vendetta? No. No. 12 Rounds 3 Lockdown. No. The Condemned 2. Ooh, no. Santa's Little Helper. No. Countdown. No. You did. What? You saw Countdown because we, watch we watched Oh, it we did watch Countdown. What? Ziggler and Kane. Remember, it was like backstage and some of the wrestlers were playing the wrestlers, but like Ziggler wasn't playing a wrestler. He was playing like a cop. Yeah. And Kane was like his, I don't know, his commissioner or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two. Uh, Term Life. No. Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. Interrogation. No. Incarnate. Eliminators. No. What the fuck? Surfs up two wave mania. I do want to see the that. Jetsons and WWE Robo WrestleMania. No. The resurrection of Gavin Stone. What? The Marine Five Battlefront. <laughs> Slay. Pure Country. Pure Heart. Armed <laughs> Response. Birth of the Dragon. Killing Hasselhoff. Mohawk. <laughs> Killing Hasselhoff. The Marine Six Close Quarters. Blood Brothers. Fighting with my family. Nope. Buddy games. Buddy games. Uh, and then Rumble. Hmm. The Looks main like event. Three. The Big Show Show. No. Fight Like a Girl. No. Uh, is that everything? The, oh, and then all of the TBD stuff. Well, we're not there. That is, that's in the future. Who's to say? Yeah. So, yeah, three. Walking Tall starring Charlotte Flair. That's right. Brawl in the family. So, if I had played my cards right... And not agreed to watch Countdown here. Yeah. I could have done it so that the only ones I've seen are the very first one. Yeah. And the one I was in. Yes. But and yeah. and up to uh, up till now, the... When was it released officially? Like, what was the release date? April 10th. Ah! Almost the most recent one. Buddy Games starring Seamus uh, <laughs> is the most recent one. Although it's not really starring Seamus. It just has Seamus. He's Shamus. present. It's got some people in that we like, though. We should watch it. Is Josh Dumal. We love Olivia Josh Munn. We love Olivia Munn. Kevin Dillon. Ooh. One of Dillon. the guys from Psych. Ooh. Uh, but not the main guy. <laughs> uh, Dan Bakedall. Dax Shepard. Is Nick Swartzen. Is... Neil McDonough as Neil McDonough. Oh, as beautiful as beautiful eyed man. Uh, was that uh, the one before Dax Shepard? Is he the foul-mouthed guy from Veep? Yeah, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I like him, too. We should, Scott, we should watch this. After a falling mm. out, six lifelong friends reunite to play the Buddy Games, an insane competition filled with absurd physical and mental challenges. Now all bets are off as the determined pals fight, claw, and party for the chance to win $150,000. In the process, they'll heal old wounds, right past wrongs, and figure out the true meaning of friendship. Or die trying. If the buddy games aren't aren't exclusively having sex with each other, I am not interested in. This okay, movie. Scott. What if I told you that you want to play the buddy games with it, me? It was directed by star of the film Josh Dumal. Oh, 
Is it his directorial debut? It is. I'm back in. It was also filmed in Vancouver. Oh. That's a first. Not much stuff gets filmed here. So uh, especially not things directed by Josh. Especially Duvall. not uh, dog shit WWE. Oh, uh, Scott, it was it was filmed at the end of 2018. That was your chance to kill Dax Shepard. Ah, you blew it. I still will. No, I don't think there's time. Has the window closed on killing yeah. Dax Shepard? Yeah. So is this animated thing about giant monsters that professionally wrestle? Yes. Uh, okay, it's gonna be great. Well, it's got good people in it. It's got it's it's like getting a it's a theatrical release. Yeah. It's not a bullshit. Will Arnett, Terry Crews, Charles Barkley, yeah, uh, Bridget Everett, who we like, Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns, Ben Schwartz, Jimmy Tatro. Do we like Bridget Tony Everett? Tony Danza. Do we like Bridget Everett or do we just think she's funny because she's fat? Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah. Uh, ooh, the bad guy is a shark-headed tentacled monster who is the reigning Monster World Champion. All right, I'm in. Let's watch it. And after we watch Buddy Games, of course. I try to watch as many bad animated movies as I can and still never watch a Pixar movie. I want to see... You do a little bit of talking while I count how many of these movies <laughs> I've seen. Is it more than three? Yeah. Is well, it... one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've seen the first seven. Hmm. You're ahead uh, of the game. Eight. That's going to that's gonna serve you well for the, the movie portion of the podcast, because you'll be able to give, like in 2007, you'll be able to give Best Picture and Best Actor, presumably, to See No Evil, so that's going to do you well. Then, what, 2009-ish, uh, Triple H can win for The Chaperone, and uh, obviously Big Show for Knucklehead, certainly. Uh, I can only vamp for so long about WWE films until you're done. I have seen 14 of the WWE films. To my three. To your three. You're ahead of the game, friend. Now, a couple of the ones I've seen are not ones starring wrestlers and are just ones that were bought by WWE to distribute. A The Call type situation. The Call, Birth of the Dragon, uh, No One Lives, uh, Dead Man Down... Yeah, I've seen all those ones, but they're not directly WWE films. But then you've also seen a good chunk that are. I've seen The Rundown, I've seen Walking Tall, I've seen See No Evil, I've seen The Marine, I've seen The Condemned, I've seen De Behind Enemy Lines Columbia, I've seen 12 Rounds, I've seen Knucklehead. Uh, now, here's a... I saw Fighting With My Family. Here's a question. Why'd you see Knucklehead? I don't know, because I thought it would be really bad, because the, <laughs> the cover has Big Show in a diaper. You know what? So I was like, all right, maybe so he's like, a giant baby. I'm into the uh, adult baby diaper lifestyle. I'm all, gonna also because it has Dennis Farina, and I am a huge Dennis Farina fan. And where did that get him? Uh, fucking dead. Fu fucking dead. <laughs> What's Dennis Farina's best thing? Snatch. Uh, yeah. No, fuck no. Like, like actual good best thing, or... I mean, I very much enjoy him in Snatch, but he, oh. he's probably done something meatier that's better that I can't think of. Uh, Manhunter is definitely the oh, best thing yeah. he's in. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I feel like he's also in... Uh, something... Oh, he's, he's in Saving Private Ryan, too. Uh... Shaving Ryan's Privates. Did you ever hear that one? Never. That's the first time I've ever heard <laughs> the, that joke. The disdain in your voice really sold it for me. Uh, also, never, also, you piece of shit. Also, Law and Order. Well, obviously, yeah. Yeah. He's not my favorite Law and Order. And the though. new girl. Why? What? How come 
we didn't cancel the podcast and just talk about the fact that the Stabler's back on Law & Order. But it's only that crossover thing, right? Well, he did the crossover. Now he's got his own show. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not back on SVU. He's not back on SVU. But he can show up from time to time because it's not like they don't film in the same place at the same that time. That is true. Are they... Is... Like, his show is based in New York. Yeah. Okay. It's not like, uh... It's based in Chicago, but he just happened to be no, in no, New York investigating vi- something. Visiting his dead wife or something. I assume yeah. you watched it. Uh, Drew. I watched and it. And what was... What times. was the, um... What was sort of the explanation of where he had been this whole time? Well, there was some explanation for where he had been for part of the time. There was zero explanation for why he left. Okay. Which, I don't know if we get it later, or if we can go fuck ourselves. Maybe there'll be a reveal. Uh, but he's been on some sort of... He was uh, he was the Rome liaison on some sort of task force. Okay. And he was going to go back... But then uh, somebody uh, accidentally blew up his wife instead of him <laughs> when oh. he was in New York. So now he's staying on the organized crime task force in in New York, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bust some fucking grease balls. Well, that uh, I I would be curious. I'm like I'll probably maybe I'll watch it, but I I'd just be curious to find out the information. Because it seemed like such an abrupt exit. It was incredibly abrupt. Like, was it? Like, I, I feel like I remember that it was that there was something with Christopher Maloney where he wanted to try and be a movie guy. Yes, and then it just it didn't. Nothing pan out, happened. Really. Like, yeah. I couldn't. Can you even name a wet hot po- American summer? No, I said a post. <laughs> no, post. I, I truly um, can. I truly, SVU truly can. Movie he was in. No, I, I. I can't. I literally can't think of a single thing. No. Uh, but goddamn, is he good? In I mean, hot. he did. A, he did a bunch more television. Yeah, it was just. He just. I think he like very quickly realized he was not a so movie guy, when and then did, just went and did other television. When did he leave? Two thousand. I don't know. Like about ten years ago, probably. Probably about two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. So. Uh yeah. He was in uh the movie where. Uh, my favorite television actor, Alan Tudyk, got to say the best word as many times as he wanted. Ah, he was a forty-two man. He's in the he's in Man of Steel, apparently. Great. Oh, Uh, he was Superman. Yeah, correct. He was Superman. Yeah. And after that, he was back to television. Yeah. So I guess he tried to do a little bit, and then was like, "Oh no, I'm bad at this." (laughs) He tried. His best. He played Donald Trump in a made-for-TV miniseries about Kellyanne Conway. Weird. Uh, and then, yeah, then he did Happy, did a bunch of Handmaid's Tale. Hmm. He did the animated Harley Quinn show, which is really good. Then, yep, back to SVU, and then on to Organized Crime. Nice. So, yeah, he really, uh, really didn't go anywhere. And for the longest time, like way back, like when I was younger... I always confused him and Ilias Cotes. Elias Cotes. Elias Cotes. Codius. Codius. Yeah. I always confused the yeah. two of them. I always thought Christopher Maloney was Casey uh, Jones. Casey Jones. In yeah. The Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. They kind of look similar. They're both gritty. They're both gritty and like short with similar faces. Yeah. Uh, I guess Italian and or Greek faces. Yeah, I guess Codius would be Greek, maybe. 
But yeah, I always Mediterranean, sir. Mediterranean, for sure. They both have Mediterranean faces. Macedonian. North Macedonian. Bosnian and Herzegovinian. Moldovian. Serbian. Croatian. Kosovoian. Hmm. Yeah? I don't know about Kosovoian, I, but... As I was saying, I'm like, I don't know what the adjective of Kosovo is. Co- Kosovan. Kosovoers. Kosovan. Uh, I don't know what this movie is, but I also need to see it. Did you find another shark movie? It's a. It's not only a shark movie, it's sharks getting eaten by orcas movie. Oh. Which I'm all about. Uh, after the government shuts down all attempts to cull a great white feeding ground off their coast, the only option left is to introduce their natural enemy to those same waters, led by a da- uh, damaged and unpredictable killer whale. I hope I'm there's... so in. I hope there's no people in the movie, and it's just different fish fighting. Uh, there's so far the crew list, the cast Orcas, list. I'm is, sorry, I called you fish. Is one person, uh, noted star of the mega mega hit uh, Avatar, Sam Worthington, is ah. the only person. Does he play a fish? He might play a fish. Uh, practical has, or no. s- practical effects or CGI? I don't know. There's there's no information about. Do it. they make him a fish? They yeah. They turn him into. He's the orca. <laughs> he's the damaged orca who goes and kills the sharks. I like it. Yeah. Is the best movie where they make someone a fish? House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> <laughs> fish boy. <laughs> Uh, that is very possible that that is the one. Uh, there, I mean, there's also, nah. Or Big Fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, that's definitely the one. Rob Zombie's Big Fish. <laughs> Rob Zombie's <laughs> Big Fish. Just combine the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of anybody else being turned into... A giant fish. A fish. <laughs> I can think of a man being turned into a walrus. Absolutely. But not a fish. Um, yeah. So, I guess we should do the real thing, since I, we're 42 minutes yeah, in. Yeah, it felt like we've been going about 40. Yeah. So let's do the wrestling part fast. <laughs> well, we always do. So, of course, uh, this is In Your House 6. Uh, we are... Unofficially lo- titled Rage in the Cage. I believe the real titles start next one. Next one. one. Uh, good Friends, Better Enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one is from Louisville. Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Home of derbies and bats. Um, the first first episode that we get a free-for-all for. The free, Yes. Uh, so we did check out the free-for-all, even though it was honestly not much of anything. Sure wasn't. Uh, it was Todd Pettengale doing the run, the, you know, the introduction. He introduces Vince and Jerry Lawler, who they kind of run down the, quickly run down the free-for-all, uh, what we're going to see, which is nothing, really. Jerry Lawler hasn't cut his hair yet, and I'm just getting angrier every show. As you should. Um, there is a talk about vader being reinstated by new uh temporary commissioner roddy piper i believe he's he's acting president Act, acting president gorilla monsoon was interim president after they got rid of jack tunney oh jack tunney you fucking <laughs> fish-faced motherfucker 
And yeah, Gorilla was interim for a very a long, long time. time. You could have definitely. I just don't know made why he was not made permanent. President. Also, because it's just fake, and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. It's not a real position. Uh, during this conversation about the Vader and Jim Cornette promo backstage, Vince, instead of saying reinstated, Re- said reinstruction. That's Vader. right. Reinstruction. How will this affect? How will the reinstruction of Vader affect? Blah blah blah. Uh, good job, Vince. You're the one in charge. Vader was sent- if someone else did that, you would be furious. Vader was sent to a Chinese re-education camp. Yeah. He's uh he's in one of those work him- work camps way out by Tibet. They stuck him with the Uyghurs. Yeah. With all their backwards hats and and <laughs> vanilla ice CDs. Yeah, the Uyghurs. <laughs> the Uyghurs. You get it. And Michael Rappaport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the your original ne- Uyghur. Your Neil <laughs> Brennan's. Yeah, definitely Neil Brennan. Yeah, who was given his end pass. Um, <laughs> there, was, there was also a, uh interview with Brett where he had claimed that he had never lost a cage match, and I looked, and that is not WrestleEyes. At this point, he's only had one, one against Owen. Which he won. Which he won, so... Which Meltzer gave five stars, and their WrestleMania match, not five stars. And that is a hard disagree on both of those. Well, you know, Dave's wrong about a lot of things. No, that was the first and only. Oh, okay, yes, of course. So the only match on the free-for-all is the heel Tatanka coming out to face the recently returned Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. Native American sellout Tatanka. Yeah. Native American Tatanka who was bought for 50 cents. It's a very... He's playing a very layered character. He's a white guy. I, pre- he's like one sixteenth Native I won't. I won't have it. He's a white guy pretending to be a Native American yeah. who has sold out to the white man. I wonder how he it's felt about it. It's that. very meta. Yeah. Uh, Jake Roberts, of course, returned at the Royal Rumble after being out of the company for four years. Uh, yeah. too. Yeah, right about yeah. that. Uh, of course, why would Jake commit to putting on his proper gear for the free-for-all? So he's wearing his... I'm sure if you're a wrestling fan, you've seen his gear. It's the, the teal with the snake skin down the side of the pants. Which, uh, with the same sort of top, same like a like a vest. It's it's a vest, or it also kind of just looks like scrubs. Sure, uh, yeah. Same color pant as the pants with snakeskin under the arms. But he doesn't have that this time. He doesn't. He just has essentially like a loose fitting teal Sleep- T-shirt just, that he cut the sleeves. Yeah, off just of. a sleeveless T-shirt. Yeah. No logos, no patterns. Very no sloppy. Um, it does identically match the color of his pants. That, yeah, I will give him that. At least he committed the same color as the pants. I don't know how he found a shirt the exact color of his pants. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they made it for him. They're all they're they, they, they're really invested in him. Made that and he didn't just find it. They're really invested in him. I don't believe he you. does. He, I mean, he's he gets a tiny bit of a push. Those are the finals of King of the Ring. Yeah, and he gets like uh, you know he gets a singles match on SummerSlam and he's in yep. a sort of big Survivor Series match, but. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, honestly, the match was li- was nothing. There was not a nothing. single thing to speak of in this match. No, uh, he won with a DDT, Can as you, you would it? expect, in a very short period of time. Yeah. So the actual pay per view starts with uh, they show a beach and then they show Sunny, and I just made the do, note and uh, do not call Sunny a beach. <laughs> I say I just wrote the note of Sunny being a slut on the beach. Yeah, she um, because look what she's wearing. She wants it. Oh, uh, 
and I imagine the amount of guys who, when they got the VHS and copy, she was... just paw like freeze framed and just went to town. Oh, the, what, had themselves the yeah. old knuckle party. I <laughs> knuckle party. I yeah, you were saying uh, pause the video. I thought you were going to say they were pawing off. They were pawing <laughs> off. If they, that was what they wanted to do. Yeah. I was just thinking, because she's... Back to uh, look at what she's wearing. Uh, she was already in the ocean, so it would be hard for any evidence to to stay there. So it's kind of the perfect situation. Yes. <laughs> is, a, is a slut in the ocean. <laughs> yes. Uh, after that, we get a promo for build, the build-up to Brett and Diesel. Essentially... Uh, Diesel having Brett beat, but Brett gets the roll up and then uh, all of the Undertaker Diesel Brett business. And so just setting up for the main event yeah. tonight. I, w- I was saying when we were watching it, the Diesel's kind of MO the last six months he's in WWF is he has every single match won and then blows it. <laughs> yeah. Like in the, the title match against Brett, has him completely kicks his ass. Goes to Powerbomb, gets small packages. Last in your house against Owen Hart. Just absolutely beat the fuck out of him, and then shoves the ref for no reason, gets DQ'd. Yep. And, spoiler, uh, has this match won, too, tonight, and again blows it. Yes. Um, so the first actual match of the pay-per-view is Razor Ramon versus the 123Kid in the a famous crybaby match. Yep. Uh, we get the promo package sort of showing the one, two, three kids turn on razor. There was a very funny razor has Jeff Jarrett for the razor's edge. And one, two, three kid gives him a, a cute little bonk with the guitar. Uh, like didn't swing it hard enough for the guitar to properly break. But the, clearly the neck of the guitar was gimmicked. Yeah. Cause it shattered. Yeah. It was really cute. Yeah. He didn't uh, want to hit his friend too hard. Uh, it's nice. As is uh, sort of a theme across this pay-per-view uh, the match starts hot and heavy. Yeah, uh, every match is a hot start, which is, normally if you're agenting a show, you would say don't do that. But, like, pretty much every match on the show was a grudge match. Yeah, it's nothing so but feud. It made sense. It's nothing but feud enders, so. Yeah, and, like, nothing really should have started by, like, circling and tying up. Yeah, so, I mean, it makes sense. But when you have five matches In a row. And, and they are all hot starts. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Uh, so... There's, uh, 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 yeah, a lot of really hot stuff at the start where there's a big, like, tra- trading and then uh, Kid hits, like, a big big slap and then Razor hits a much harder slap. Yes. Um, then they do a quick rope running spot where Razor gives him, like, maybe the hardest shoulder tackle anyone's he ever given him. runs and him the fuck over. There's no way that the Kid didn't get whiplash from that. Yeah. Like, his head smacked the mat. Uh, and then I just made a note here that like, I mean, Razor has so much heat. Like if they could have just managed to not let Razor leave the company, like he was so hot at this point, both physically and heat wrestling heat wise. Uh, but yeah, just like everything he does, the crowd eats that shit up. Yeah. Uh, at some point, Jerry Lawler, uh, uh, 
<laughs> references <laughs> Razor Ramon's mom giving birth to him on the side of the road. No, no Ra- Razor's so ugly. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Razor was such an ugly baby that when his mom gave birth to him, she was arrested for littering. I'm like, wow, he's implying that she shot trash out of her pussy. Yeah. And it was Razor. And it was Razor. Razor was the garbage. That's a pretty good diss. Yeah. Uh, there was a... I made the note here... That after they had done some trading back and forth, there was definitely a really good slap that uh, Scott said, like, oh, that's oh. a that's a hit your your friend's hard spot. Yeah, this one was the opposite of the hit him lightly with the guitar. Yeah. This was a uh, a strike you would only do on your friends. Yeah, like, you're not going to be mad about this because we're friends. Yeah, because anyone else would be mad at you. Yes, for sure. Uh, then... So of course there's there's a little like a little enough gimmick and stuff and interference in this. The first one is Razor uh, chucks the kid to the floor. Uh, DiBiase goes and grabs a handful of powder uh, when baby powder specifically baby powder. Uh, when Razor goes to grab the kid to pull him in, uh, DiBiase chucks the the powder in his face. Yeah, and then when Razor's selling, kid goes up top and hits a really big uh, missile drop kick. Yeah, it was good. Then, then um, he, when he gets Razor down, he goes up top and does what I've called a frogless frog splash. Yeah, it was not as good as last time. Like, it just looked like the big splash that Fatu does. Yes. Like, you sort of tuck your arms, but then you just sort of, like, extend for yeah, a splash. Yeah, you didn't make a good, you need a good crunch. Yeah, you need to really, like, get your knees and your elbows past yeah. each other, which he doesn't do. Uh, at one point, the kid really works down Razor with a sleeper hold, which l- prompts Lawler to ask if to ask McMahon if he thinks that Razor might be a bedwetter or not, uh, which McMahon completely no sells. Yeah, as he should have. Uh, Razor counters, you know, finally gets out of the sleeper hold by just straight up crotch dropping the kid on the top rope. Yeah, that was um, good. Then, as Razor gets back, uh, in, gets his heat back, he. Grabs the kid, puts him on the top rope, gives him a big old kick to the stomach. Yeah, because they had they had already done the just like go for a running crossbody, catch him, fall away slam. Yeah. standard. The standard so, razor. So then spot. they did it again, and razor caught him in fall away slam position again. I'm like, what? You're just gonna do your move again? No. But then then he lies him horizontal against the top rope, kicks him. I'm like, is it too much to ask for a top rope fall away slam? I'm like, it is like 1996 WWF. So. I shouldn't get too excited about cool moves, but he fucking does it. Yep. It was great. It was pretty good. Loved it. Uh, then we get more interference. So DiBiase tries to distract the ref after giving the kid the powder, the baby powder bottle. Uh, kid fills his hand with powder. Razor bumps D- DiBiase. Gets his stupid turn, hand, t- kicks t- into his stupid face. Turns around and like the kid, obviously trying not to blow the spot, yep. like is walking over to careful, Razor. Careful, careful, like, careful, palm careful, up careful, careful, careful. Just in front of his body. Yeah. So that when Razor kicks it, there's no way he's fucking up the spot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he kicks the powder into kid's face. Gives him a big old razor's edge. One, one two, two, pulls him up. up. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I'm going to embarrass this little guy. This, this adorable little ugly baby. <laughs> uh, get, picks him up again. Gives him another massive razor's edge. Yep. And then it's baby time. <laughs> What's the time? Baby, Diaper time. Baby time. What's the time? Diaper time. So he, uh, he, first he gets the baby bottle, which a big problem for me is that the baby bottle is clearly full of water. Babies don't drink water. No, yeah, it's like 
white tinted water, but it, it, it does not have the viscosity yeah, of yeah, milk. But it looks ex- it looks like water. Oh no, it's absolutely yeah. the, the consistency of water, which did yeah. make me angry. I wanted I wanted a high fat milk. Yes, or I, just get breast milk. Get Someone breast will milk. give it to you. Cambodian breast milk. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted like minimum homogenized milk, May- maybe like a light cream. Sure, something maybe a else. Ha- a half and half, yeah. like a ten percent. Yeah. If if you want to, if you want to, if you want to be decadent, you could go coffee cream, eighteen percent. I'm not advocating whipped cream, thirty three percent, because that's that's simply nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give you coffee cream, maybe thirty five percent is whipped. Yeah. Guys, I know my don't don't worry about it. I'm very good at dairy fat percentages. <laughs> You're good at fat percentages. Uh, yeah, zero. Yeah, look at this. Zero percent body fat. Look You're literally this. dying because your body doesn't have any fat on it. Yeah. yeah. No, I've I've figured it out. I figured out how to exist. Your body and runs on a hundred percent efficiency and does not need body fat. I don't have body fat. I've stopped shitting. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that goes into your body is a hundred percent turned into energy. Yeah, I yeah. look super weird <laughs> <laughs> you look like i'm sure you don't i'm sure you haven't seen it but there's an episode of family guy where brian gets really into to running and becomes okay. super skinny and gross Ugh. and like all of his nipples stick out because he's super skinny <laughs> i like that yeah it's pretty gross but that's what you look that, like. that's, that's what you look like to me that's me <laughs> so razor puts the kid in like this kind of unintentional like gross sexual position yeah so yeah, he yeah. can baby powder his bottom yeah. Um, and then while he's pouring the powder into his hand, which I obviously is for the next spot, but why would you pour it in your hand? Are you going to rub it on his butt with your hand? That, that was like in kayfabe terms, that was the intention. Yeah. If DiBiase hadn't interfered, he, he was going yeah. to, he was going to palm pat that powder on. Yeah. Palm pat that powder. <laughs> Try saying that 10 lot, times fast. A lot of peas. Uh, so yeah, DiBiase runs in to try and stop it. He gets powdered in the face. Yeah. Uh, which... Ted does a great job of not only selling the powder, yeah. but after Razor straps on the diaper, does the pose, pours baby powder all over the one, two, three kid, he leaves, and then kid sort of like awakes that uh, kind of groggy, yeah. and he has the bottle, he has the powder, and then he thinks he's like celebrating, and then DiBiase comes in and tells him he's wearing a diaper, and he looks down. So, what? It, not only is it is incredible <laughs> that the one, two, three kid was able to like pretty much cry. Yeah. But, like, DiBiase did an incredible job yeah, of yeah. selling. Like, going really over to the corner and, like, jumping up and down in anger. Yeah. Just, like, yelling at everyone. Look what he's done like, to a beautiful yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, it was... It, both of them did a great job of yeah, selling. Yeah, just great, great heel overacting. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so now, in the back, we get Ray Rougeau and Sonny uh, about the hotline and doing interviews. And they show a clip from after... Uh, the free-for-all where Jake Roberts comes back with his snake Molest and them both. scares Sonny and she's all like, oh my god, I'm so scared of that snake. And Ray Show's like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna uh, touch you later. Uh, <laughs> or something. I am French. We eat these. Uh, so, oh, I didn't, I didn't put the notes on the TV like I normally do. I would like to emphasize that I wrote in all caps the correct spelling of Hearst. Now, uh, I, I can't see it from no. here. So you're so just going to have to take more? So you're going to need to read it out loud. H-E-A-R-S-T. I'll allow it. Uh, so the next yeah, next up is Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Duke the Dumpster Drossy. On a Hunter's tour of wrestling big sloppy guys. <laughs> Hunter's tour of in the future, you're going to be allowed to call your own shots. So until then, you're wrestling who we want you to wrestle. Yeah, this really is the Triple H do paying tour. Yeah. 
so they th- this is what Scott deemed as the hunter's start of having random sluts accompany him to the ring. Yeah. Which ultimately leads to Sable. Yeah. So that's, I Sable guess... Sable and then China. And then China. Yeah. Uh, the hottest one. Absolutely. Save the best for last. I don't know. Have you been on the cover of Playboy? Twice. Oh. Twice. She was on twice. Oh, she was. She was twice. Or you, he, he you was weren't. twice? She was twice. They, uh, so they they were twice. He comes to the ring with this woman. Is China that the original we, they them? No. <laughs> uh, they they had to. We had to look up who she was. She was some penthouse playmate of the month or year. Penthouse pet. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Playboy it's, has it's, playmates. It's women. Who cares? Penthouse has pets. Don't you know? Is it play girl? It's got girl in the I title, only, Scott. I only read Play Girl because... For the articles. for the Certainly for the articles, and two, because it's the one with girl in it. Yeah. So it must be the one full of girls. I don't want Play Boy. Yeah. What am I, gay? <laughs> Do you want me to answer that or no? No. Okay. Uh, so Hunter makes his way to the ring with this girl, and... They go backstage with Pettengale, who's interviewing Duke at the dumpster. Uh, they show the sort of history of Duke uh, getting his head shaved recently and trying to get his uh, get his revenge on Hunter. Uh, this I don't remember a lot of Duke the dumpster. I mean, I, I obviously remember him. Yeah. And I think we mentioned it before about how he used to do amazing impersonations. Sick impressions. But as far as a wrestler goes, like he Not was shit. Yeah, he was he was there. He was so he was a pretty large guy who had shockingly little muscle. Yeah, a, re- a real weird body structure. Yeah. Like he's big guy, tall small arms, and like has like you know his like he's not skinny at all. No, or, or, sorry, not fat at all. No, but he has no arm definition, no, no shoulders. Yeah, like I re- in my head, I remembered him being bigger, big, but I guess big I mean, burly he's, guy. Like he's pretty tall. He's tall. That's but, it. There was a really, uh, real sketchy press slam at one point. Yeah, yeah. Where he definitely tried to stall him, but like, he's like, "Oh no, we're gonna couldn't keep, do it. We're gonna keep." So he just had rolling. to slam him real quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the match was really a whole lot of nothing. Uh, it was all of the traditional like Hunter getting beaten up by a face spots, yeah. leading leading to the finish, um, which was Duke getting frustrated and going outside to get his garbage can. Of course, he, good, good plan. He chucks the lid oh over my the top God. rope. And the time the lid lands, side like the side of it hits Hunter right in the face. If he took a hundred more shots, he couldn't have done another yeah. one that perfect. But like it was, it was perfectly placed. Like not intentional, but perfectly placed. Luckily, it's made of like such flimsy material; yeah. it didn't. It's hurt nothing. It's Hunter. yeah. But like if that was like an actual trash can lid, yeah. it would have shattered his face. Yeah, it would have definitely done some damage. Yeah. Um, so he brings the garbage can in when he's getting in the ring. The ref and him argue about it, and the ref throws the can out. This lets Hunter get the lid and smack him in the head. Not like not even hard because it's, no, it's such a weak. You can't item. hit hard with this. Thing. Uh, and then he sort of like fumbles with it, and well, as the, the ref's trying to turn around, yeah, it was right like, after ah. he, right after he hits Josie with it. The Lid starts falling forward a bit, so then he very quickly grabs it with both hands and like scoots it, hikes it like a football yeah, through, through his, his legs, legs out of the ring, out of the ring the back way. The, all, all in plain view of the ref, but yeah. he did not. All in Daniel plain view of the ref. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, then that's. Well, if I told you I was a gay man, you would agree. Uh, yes, I would agree. <laughs> so that yeah, that, so that's the finish. Uh, but then that's that's it. It was a nothing match. 
Uh, next is we've got Todd Pettengale at the quote-unquote WWF store that's open 24-7 because it's not a real store. It appears it's to be just a storage online. locker. Yeah, or just like a studio space at WWE headquarters or something. Yeah, at Titan Towers. At Titan Towers. So, you know, he's uh, he's hawking all the merchandise, and then ugh, he, made, he makes a really awful joke. They show a bunch of merchandise, and then they show just like a random <laughs> employee girl <laughs> wearing the shirt. This is our item of the month. And, and he's like, no, not Emma, the shirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, do you come with the shirt? Oh, you. He, he, he. <laughs> Ugh, Pettengill, you suck. Get your hair back. I like that. Um, and then, of course, as we, we mentioned at the very top of this podcast, this was another of the one-size-fits-all shirts <sighs> where they're talking about the Undertaker shirt. It's a one-size-fits-all, folks. Was and it so cost-prohibitive in those days to make shirts different sizes? I mean, they were making the least amount of money they'd ever made. They were literally tanking. But, like, what if you were a child? You had to get... Like, I assume that those one-size-fits-all are, like, an extra-large. They said it was They said it was like an extra-large. So if you're a child and you want that Undertaker shirt... Then it's a sleep you're, shirt. Where, yeah, like, you're, you're walking around you're in swimming. a giant shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You'll grow into it. But it's the, it was the style of the time. That's true. We're saying at least this was in the 90s where everyone wore everything three sizes too big. Yeah, like so it's it not okay. like now where everybody wears, for the most part, like, form-fitting clothes I'm wearing is the a, thing. I'm wearing a tailored three-piece suit right I'm now. I'm wearing an extra small tank top. <laughs> I, I, and yeah. I'm busting out of it. I'm wearing a boy's size small fursuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's quite a bulge going and on. Can, I don't like it. It's gross. Man, I I haven't seen it because I don't think they're designed that way. But I wish there was like a like a two piece fursuit, like top and bottom, that is too small for the person wearing it. So there's just like human stomach <laughs> sticking out the middle of it. That would be pretty funny. That that is a look that in my head is very funny. <laughs> that that's a that's a real. Um, uh, beat, beat up walrus suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is coming. <clears throat> so after that, they show the uh, highlights of the Yokozuna and Bulldog business, which was on Raw a couple, like a couple, like a month ago. Something like that. Um, it was Yoko and Bulldog versus the two dudes with attitudes. Uh, so Bulldog and Yoko have some miscommunication that leads to Yoko getting knocked out of the ring and he's too fat to get, to help him up. Too fat so, to fish. So they get counted out. Yeah. Uh, which causes Owen and Bulldog to turn on Yokozuna for whatever reason. Cause he's fat and stupid. Um, was I, I, I think it was their reason. Well, they, yeah. So they, they, at, at this point there is a reference to Yoko weighing 700 pounds. Yeah. Uh, which then also leads to them being mean to fatty. Yep. Uh, we cut to the, then we go from the promo package to Handsome Doc with Yoko. And Yoko's like first ever interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like. they, well, I think what Doc said was that for three years, Jim Cornette has not allowed Yokozuna to speak. Yeah. So now he's allowed to speak. And so Yoko looking and sounding very Japanese. Would you, that's in your notes, I believe. Yeah. Very Japanese. Very yeah. Japanese. Definitely authentically Japanese and not SoCal gangbanger. Yeah. Not a SoCal Samoan gangbanger. <laughs> yeah. Who walks around wearing fubu and listens to <laughs> bone thugs in harmony. I'll um, meet you at the crossroads, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, so Yoko cuts a big old mean guy promo about... East 1999 and Eternal. 
Is that the name of the album? I Look it up. I couldn't tell you. Absolutely right now. Couldn't tell you. Absolutely no, I right want now. your autism to do some work. I mean, it just did by saying that. Now you have to complete the cremaster cycle. <laughs> I'm gonna be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Released uh, July yes. 25th, 1995. Good year, was it? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Sure. It was pre 9/11, so every year was <laughs> so a good every year. year was a good year. Uh, we were on an unbelie- an unbeaten streak until 2001. Yeah, America had years. never lost a war. Never lost. Uh, so obviously, Except definitely Vietnam. This is Yoko Bulldog, and as we stated in every other match, another hot and fast start. Hot, hot, hot. Um, the match itself was kind of nothing. There wasn't really uh, no, like it was nothing. There was a lot of like Jim Cornette shit. Um, there was just like a lot of. You know, Yoko missed a giant elbow drop and a giant leg drop, and like there wasn't really any moves. No. Um, but then, as Yoko gets Bulldog down for, I assume the bonsai drop, like he's gonna pull him to the corner for the bonsai drop. Uh, Cornette gets in and just fucking <laughs> just hammers him, wails him with the with the uh, tennis great. racket, like so hard. Like obviously, it's a gimmicked. Tennis racket, but he he tries to hurt him he's, so he's much. hitting him as hard as he and it can does nothing. Doesn't it even is. phase Yoko no. at all. He, how much? Like that's a lot of back fat to get yeah. through. That's a lot. So he hits him quite a few times. Then Yoko turns around to get him and sort of corners him like he's going to get him, and then outruns uh, Vader in his casual save the day gear of a oversized for him even yeah. leather jacket really big jacket a what is he a colorado u or boulder what did, where, where did vader go to college uh something with a bear as it's no logo. i think it was a, the, a, a bison a, a bison so it's whatever it's a, whatever a dog <laughs> uh he went to university of colorado you see yeah it was it was a uh, university of colorado so he comes out with a University of Colorado uh, t-shirt, and he just starts hammering Yoko. What size was that jacket? Was that a one-size-fits-all? Uh, that's a WWF one-size-fits-all, yeah. Was that one 5XL fits-all? I mean, v- Vader probably wears a 3XL, and that I was mean, too big for him. Conservatively 3XL. Yeah. Dude, he's pushing, he's big. Four, he's he's big. pushing 400. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a custom made like five XL leather jacket. But custom made for anticipation of being of him fatter. gaining weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like he want he didn't want to have to get another one when he got fat. Look, I'm I'm on uh, clearly a bit of a slide here, so I'm gonna get this a little bigger than I need it. So this this fits real nice in '97. Yeah, real real smooth uh, fit. I want to be able to breathe, but I also want to be warm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so they, they, they beat up Yoko. They end up handcuffing him to the ropes. During the course of the beating up, Vader takes his mask off. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Voluntarily. Why wouldn't you? And then puts it back on. Well, because he probably wasn't supposed to take it off. Then but why he was he like, take it off? Eh, fuck him. <laughs> I don't know, because it's Vader. Are you going to tell Vader no? I'm not. Exactly. Do what you want, Leon. Exactly. It's your life. Um, and then, after that, uh, we go to the back. Where we show Goldust in the, I don't think I don't believe it's called the America Online Room this time. I think they lost the sponsorship. But it's just uh, him with some random guy. Yeah. Uh, the guy is typing away on the computer, and Goldust is sitting behind him, like Molesting rubbing him. his chest and yeah. making, and then talks about 
Razor and how hot and sexy Razor the is. Guy is. The guy's, like, crying. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not happy about the position he's been given tonight. Yeah. Um, then we get and a... And we're setting up the uh, first of two announced WrestleMania matches that don't happen. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, then we get a quick promo package of all of the history between Owen and Sean. Uh, the enziguri that caused him to collapse and... Well, because he had post-concussion syndrome. Invented way before it actually happened. Yeah, th- that's what's confusing me, because I didn't think there were concussions until 2008, until after, at least after Benoit, if not after the movie Concussion in 2015. Hashtag Oscar so white. Hashtag Oscar so white. Um, so yeah, they, they show Sean announcing his return in the Rumble... Which was kind of a weird. It was and delivered really weird. He's doing this like press conference and, but like, like sad. Yeah, like the guy coming back from injury. <sighs> I didn't, I didn't want to come back. Announcing wanted, he's back in the rumble. I wanted to stay home and like, do drugs, but they're making me wrestle. That was so. the vibe I got. He's like, I would like to stay home and do drugs, please. I just want to stay home and not have to be here, but still get paid and also do drugs. Yeah, but yeah, it was a real weird, sad thing. Um, so we, for the first time in a few shows, actually, uh, yeah, the first time since we've watched the In Your Houses that we actually got Owen Hart's theme music because it was, it was two tag matches and the Diesel match, he was already in the ring. That's true. He was in the ring in Diesel and the rest he was tagging with Yoko. Or not on the show. Or not on the show. Yeah. So finally, finally get Owen's awesome music. Awesome disco jam. Uh, Then Sean comes out. Sean's on top of the In Your House set. And uh, separately, but equally from that, is a gay man. (laughs) Yes, he really is. He doesn't realize that the hat he's wearing makes him look incredibly gay. And the dance. And the dancing. Everything. But women think he's hot. That's why he did Playgirl. Why were women so stupid? Um, So as he's up there, we're sort of like, how's he going to get down? And then just a rope out of nowhere, and he, like, pirate-style swings down, but he's still way too high. That's the thing. Like, even at the nadir of the rope's arc, he's still, like, kind of seven feet up. Yeah, like, he, he had to drop a significant distance. Yeah. Like, that's a that's an ankle blowout if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Yeah, like, that was real, real scary. Like, way too high. Um, and again, as is tradition, it starts out hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen tries to jump him before he gets his entrance gear off. Uh, Sean dumps him out, does his poses, whatever. Uh, the next note I wrote is just, Sean is annoying as a face. Because oh, he's doing, like, heel stalling, but it's cool. Yeah, he's, he's like high-fiving. The, he slides out of the ring to high-five the crowd. Yeah. He does some dancing. He gets back in the ring. He's, like, giving Owen noogies. Yeah, like, uh, Cornette is distracting the ref for some reason while Sean has Owen in a headlock. And then Sean, like, lets go of the headlock and, yeah, gives him noogies and then gets him back in the headlock. I'm like, well, one, you're doing a great job, Cornette. And two, you're an asshole, Sean. Yeah, it's a real, like, trying to be cool and funny, but it's really lame. Yeah. Uh, Which is kind of the story of the 1990s when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In general. The the 1990s comedy was what, like, dads thought was funny in the 50s. (laughs) Like, wet willies and noogies. Like, ha ha ha, this is great great stuff, pal. Yeah, it's 1950s bullying. Come on, pal. (laughs) I mean, that was when Vince grew up, right? He he was bullied in the 50s by his mom's boyfriend. Mm. And by bullied, I mean molested. Uh, yeah. Then there was and a... And his cousin or something? I don't know. Family members, of, like a lot of them. A lot of family members. And his mom. And his mom. 
Um, so at, uh, at one point, Owen gets dumped, and Sean does, and um, like a really big, big one eighty like cross body off the top to the floor. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, big jump, big catch. Yeah, they uh, they get back in the ring, and they both hit some spots back and forth, and then there's a really good double kip up spot. Yep. Uh, where after that they do some rope running and then Sean hits what Vince calls a Frankensteiner, mm-hmm. which sounds weird in 96 WWF because the Steiners aren't there. But it's all but, they would have ever called Yeah, it. like at the time, it's not like they knew that it was called something else. Yeah. Because all they had ever seen was Scott do it and he called it the Frankensteiner. And if he ever heard you not call it the Frankensteiner, he would you. kill you. <laughs> Um, there was a really weirdly set up and weirdly bumped belly to belly by Owen, but it looked cool. It was super snappy, which saved any other weirdness about it. Yeah. But the, the angle was strange. The, the angle was strange. And Owen sort of like dropped to his hip really fast. I feel like it might've been one of those things where it was a game time decision, whether it was going to be an overhead or not an overhead yes. belly to belly. Yeah. That's definitely and what it, it seemed ended like. up as both. Yeah. But it was so fast. It was cool. Yeah. Um, there was Lawler on commentary made a statement that Owen was in fact the one that invented the camel clutch, which Vince didn't seem to care about arguing with him about. Yeah. Cause like the old thing in the Owen Brett feud is Owen said he invented the sharpshooter and then, yeah, then Owen just did a camel clutch in this match and Lawler said he invented that too. And Vince was like, well, I can't prove he didn't. So I guess I won't say anything. <laughs> yeah. No one ever did it before <laughs> Owen Hart. Before Owen Hart was born. <laughs> Um, then, oh, and then they, so they end up getting, uh, you know, he gets out of the camel clutch, they do some spots, there's like, uh, the Owen, no, Sean on the apron, Owen runs over and eats a strike, and then Sean goes for a suplex to the floor, but like, it was almost like it wasn't planned that Owen was supposed to go over. They do like the, Owen is going to suplex Sean into the ring and Sean doesn't go. And then Sean just suplexes Owen all the way to the floor land. uh, Owen lands on his feet. Sean doesn't go down. Yeah. So I don't know like what the plan was. Like what? I don't know if Owen was supposed to go to the apron or Owen wasn't supposed to actually go over the top. I don't know. But then the, the next spot was just, like, Owen catches Sean off the, the apron into a power slam on the floor. Yeah, so I, I guess it was just, oh, I think the plan was just Owen lands on his feet, hmm. and then they do the power slam, because, like, clearly that was where they wanted to end up. Yeah, it seemed kind of it seemed kind of awkward. The suplex is weird. Yeah. I, just did, I don't know what the, in, especially in terms of, like, psychology, what the, what the plan was. Yeah. Uh, so after that, they get back in the ring, and Owen hits what I can only describe as the world's fastest running clothesline. Oh my god. Like, like Sean gets up in the corner, Owen's in the other corner, and he runs as fast as any man has yeah, ever Owen ran. Yeah, Owen does like a 9.7 second 100 meter. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually set the world record in 1996. Yeah. Uh, and just, yeah, just like... Take that, Donovan Bailey, Donovan Canadian Bailey. hero. He is a Canadian hero. You know who isn't? Ben Johnson. <laughs> that is correct. Cheating ass motherfucker. That is correct. Um, so... 9.83 my ass. More like 9.96 probably with that steroids. <laughs> if that. Loser. Loser. Could you, even cra- could you even crack 10, pussy? Could you? Could you even crack 10 pussies? Uh, nah. I don't want to. That's gross. I don't, okay. even, I don't even want one. <laughs> not even one. Not even one. Pussy. Not even once. <laughs> so... 
then Owen, uh, so they have a weird miscommunication where Owen is like standing at Sean's head <laughs> and you can like, so Sean's on his back like, looking straight up. Owen stands with both feet next to Sean's It head. is the most obvious telegraph in the world. It's the most obvious. You don't know what the next spot is. So I'm going to, I'm going to vocally tell you loud enough that people can hear the only and thing, it looks like I'm talking yes, to you. The only thing that can happen in this position is Sean from the ground raises his legs up, hooks them under Owen's arms, and rolls him forward into a rolling pin. That's the only thing that can happen. Sean does not do it. Well, yeah, because the the next spot is... Because Sean v- very clearly says something to Owen, and uh-huh. Owen walks around him and puts him in the sharpshooter. Right. Um, and, and so then, of course, as you had said, that like, HBK is literally the submission is your finisher killer. Yes. If you have a submission finisher, I will kill it. Yeah. If you are Owen Hart with a sharpshooter, if you are Kurt Angle with an ankle lock. Yeah, or even Brett with a sharpshooter. I will kill it to death. Yeah, he he's literally going to, like, like comically oversell it and get out of it. And stay, but, but not before staying in it for at Forever. least two minutes. For, for ten times longer than any other <laughs> than person has, has ever survived, survived that hole. Yeah, absolutely, that is him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they do a real, like a really good, um, bat, like, uh, I think he counters a super, like he runs at him in the corner, does the, maybe does an up and over. Yeah. He, he does, does like a body slam scoop to an up and over. To an up and over. Then they do like a, a, float, over, a, a, a float over. Then they do a quick reversal. Owen goes for the kick, hits the enziguri. Sean sells really good through the ropes to the floor. Yeah. Like, real fast and smooth. He got good contact on the kick, too. He, yeah, very he, good contact. He really did uh, smash a guy in the head who had uh, suffered real head trauma earlier. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. Respect. Um, so, you know, when a guy goes to the floor, generally you count him out. Also, because this match is for the WrestleMania World title shot. Yes. So it doesn't matter how you win. Yes. So if Owen if had, you win the match, you are the, ch- the if Owen had dinner. sat cross-legged in the ring after this, he would be going to WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, but uh, for whatever reason, the referee doesn't count. He never starts counting. Never starts counting. And then Owen just goes so Sean out lays on the floor and uh, yeah, and Owen's just like, all right, I'll take this to my own hands then. Uh, so he gets in, rolls him back in. Um, then they Owen gets a little bit more offense on him, and then they do a very good. Um, Sean Sean get, gets back up on him. Sean sets up for the sweet chin music. Uh, Owen ducks, catches the kick, goes for the enziguri again. Sean, Sean ducks, ducks it, backs up like three steps Blast really him. fast. Yeah. Blasts him with sweet chin music and pins him. It's Great a finish. excellent finish. Yeah. Like really, really good. It was. It's good because the beginning of the match was definitely like, man, why are they making Owen look like a dumb fuck? Like this <laughs> yeah. is a second show in a row. Third show in a row. Yeah. Because it was Owen coming down to jump Diesel in the tag yes. match and getting pinned right away. After he was faking for Th- attention. Then it was uh, then it was Diesel kicking his ass. Yep. And, and uh, like, n- no offense whatsoever. And then this, luckily that turned around and Owen actually started to look good. Yes. Like, he actually got to do stuff. Yeah, you got to have a good match, which yeah. is nice. So, which is great. So, Meltzer gave the match four stars. Yeah. I... Don't know. I don't know if I agree with four stars. It's good. 
But I, like, I give it close to four, especially at the time in yeah. WWF. By those standards, I'd say mid nineties WWF. It's like a it's like a nine star. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think there's just there, the the beginning stuff of Sean just being a douchey face. <laughs> yeah, just really ruined it for me. Luckily, it kind of came around. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so next we get a promo package uh, where they lie to our faces about w- uh, WrestleMania 11 being awesome. uh, the greatest spectacle that's ever been seen by human eyes in the history of humanity. And definitely not, even at the time, one of the worst WrestleManias. And like giving it just such huge praise and all these uh, accolades. And then they're like, well, if it was, if that was so good, imagine how, how great WrestleMania 12 will be. 12 is better. 12 is better, but it's, it's not that a good. low bar. It certainly is. I will say... Lawrence Taylor's shoulder block, pretty fucking good. Uh, it's yeah, and what adds to it for sure is that he definitely doesn't know how to land after hitting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just hits it and then it like face plants into the mat. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Also, remember uh, Bam Bam? Oh, he's already gone. Yes. Yeah, good thing that worked out for him. It was worth it. It was definitely worth losing to a guy who will never wrestle again in the main event of WrestleMania for the amazing 1995 and rest of career he had in WWF. Yep. Yep. Uh, He never comes back. No. No, he does WCW until right before it ends, and then that's it. He's he's done So He does Japan, and then he dies. He fucking (laughs) dies. Um... So we're in the back. Oh no, we're sorry, we're out at ringside while they're setting up the cage for the main event. Yeah. Uh Todd Pettengill introduces uh interim no, not interim. Acting acting president of WWF, Hara Roddy Piper. Um yeah, it's a real it's a real like Roddy, go out there and talk because we need to kill fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, not like much was accomplished. All he does is he goes out and he gives Sean advice about challenging for the world title at Mania. And and also announces that Sean versus the champion at WrestleMania. Yeah, he announced that Sean's the number one contender. As if that was as if that was perhaps a surprise to someone. Um then I noticed like, is Roddy wearing a leather jacket? Over an unbuttoned pink dress shirt, over an unbuttoned white tuxedo shirt. You bet your ass. You're goddamn is. right. He was. And now, and looks amazing. I was going to say, in <laughs> describing that, that sounds like a lot and kind of silly. He looks great. He looks great. It looks. It he works looks so legitimately well. great. Yeah, he looks like a badass. Yeah. So then he just sort of kind of has to ramble on and on to kill time. This show must he, have been running short or he, something. No, because it was they were setting up the cage. Oh, the, oh, I'm right. Sorry, so they needed right. to because you yes, could see yes. them carrying the cage yeah. to the ring. So uh, he says that he doesn't feel bad for Yokozuna for getting handcuffed in the ring because he's stupid enough he's a, to get himself involved with this. So he kind of calls him retarded. Yeah. Then he talks about Vader being from the mountains of of Colorado. So he's so clearly he's, inbred. He's also retarded. Uh, then and so at this point he refers to Yokozuna as weighing six hundred pounds. That's so right. over the course of the show so far, lost we've called. They've said he was seven hundred pounds at the. Uh, um, when they did the promo package for the him and the bulldog, yeah. Then when he was doing the promo in the back with Handsome Doc, they said he was six fifty. Okay. Now at this point, uh, he has referred to him as six hundred pounds. Yeah. But then by Corn- the time Cornette comes out and interrupts him, we settle on six forty. He says that it's three hundred and twenty pounds a cheek. 
So he goes from 700 to 600, yeah. then back up to 640 in the course of less than an hour. Yeah. Because I mean, when why does it matter? When you're a big guy, you have a lot of weight fluctuation. I guess it's a lot of water retention. Yeah. Uh, he maybe had a big bowl of pasta. Ooh, um, I would love a big bowl of pasta. So I'd love some Anton's. Uh, so should, should we pause and I kill your dog? No, that's cool. Okay. Um, so at this point, he announces... That because of what happened earlier, uh, he he's going to make Yokozuna versus Vader at WrestleMania, which definitely happens. Doesn't. Doesn't, I mean, doesn't happen, you say. Te- technically it does, but four other guys are involved. Well, there's a reason for that. Because one is too fat to do a singles match. W- one man is uh, already out of breath and the match hasn't even happened. <laughs> and the match is a month away. As soon as... Uh, Jim Cornette comes out, Piper immediately screams at him <laughs> to shut up. Like, like Cornette doesn't even get to do anything. No, Piper Piper's just like, screams all at over. him. And it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, he then also kind of, he also calls Cornette retarded and Yes, it is his third retard of like, the Like, he promo. talks about the, 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 guy, the kid on the front porch in Deliverance playing the banjo yeah. and asks him if that gives him any funny feelings. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he's calling him a hick, inbred hick. Like, which, which, we which get is, it, Rodney. That's your go-to. Yeah, which is a very uh, tough line to tread here because he's implying that because Jim Cornette is from... Louisville, Kentucky, where the show is. So he has to find a way to insult Cornette and not the whole crowd. Yeah, although the whole crowd is too dumb to get it. Exactly, so he can do whatever he wants. Uh, That's the key. He then also proceeds to sexually assault him. Absolutely. So as they are turning around to leave the set, Piper just full-on handful of ass crack he it was yeah he grabbed his whole asshole his whole <laughs> asshole yeah to, to quote jay-z mm-hmm. but yeah it was like a handful of butt crack didn't like it yeah and Cornette jumps up and piper just sort of like gives him a smile like all right come on baby you know you like it and then he and then he leaves. Shut and up, baby! I know it. That, that's that's the end of the end of the little thing yeah. because now they've got the cage set up. So the only like new information that that promo accomplished was announcing Vader versus Yokozuna, which does not happen, and that Yokozuna has gained forty pounds since the last time we talked about, it. <laughs> which was after losing one hundred pounds. It, so he's yeah. still a, a net loss. Yeah. And, but also, uh, babyface Roddy Piper yeah. calling babyface Yokozuna retarded. That was weird. Yeah. But also, it's not like Roddy cares. <laughs> and Roddy's only around for another, like, I don't know, four or five months? Yeah. Because like, he's kind of gone after WrestleMania, right? Yeah, he's in, he's in WCW by the end of the year. Yeah. So it's not exactly like he's uh, he's there for the long haul. He's... President until September 6th. Okay. And then he's in WCW November 18th. Yeah. So he's not around for a long time. I'd say uh, immediately after a 90-day no-compete. Oh, you don't say. He definitely has a brutal WrestleMania match with Goldust where he actively tries to hurt him. There's a lot of spots in that match where, like, he it, it's it's like he wasn't actually real-life friends with Dusty and he wanted to hurt his son as payback. <laughs> Except for he, he was real-life 
good friends with Dusty. So none of that makes sense. <laughs> but also, Game. Roddy Roddy Piper is clinically insane. And also, he didn't like gay men. Yeah, even though even though he knows that Dustin Rhodes <laughs> isn't gay, <laughs> you, you can't prove it. I can't. Um. Man, I can't believe that Piper was employed by WCW until July 2000. Hell yeah. And then he was in WWE in 03, and then I forgot he did TNA, and then I forgot he was back in WCW, uh, or in WWE, until technically and, until 2011. And won the tag titles. Yes, he did. He sure did. Um, so, yeah, okay, so the main event, obviously, is Bret Hart and uh, defending the title against Diesel in a steel cage. Um, it is pretty obvious as soon as Diesel gets in the cage that it is a itty bitty cage. Yeah, like, Diesel can grab the top of the cage without fully extending like, yeah, his arm. Like he can just put his arms up and they're on the top of the cage. Yeah. Um, he's a very tall man and it is a very small cage. Yeah, it's what I get. What is it like an eight uh, or nine? Foot maybe cage? nine. If yeah, I guess like, nine. Yeah. Yeah, because the uh, Diesel's what. 610 610 so yeah maybe nine feet yeah and it yeah it, it's a mu- it looks much smaller than every other cage they had used up to that it's point. really low it's like a it's like a much older cage because yeah. they used to do real low cages well if you look at like hogan bundy yeah that cage is really tall mm-hmm. but this one looks like it was like their house show cage and they didn't want to have to tra- track the other one <laughs> yeah. all the way, like, ca- loaded up in the hey, truck. Hey, where's, where's the good one? Oh, it's, I don't it's, know, use the other it's one. It's still in Connecticut. We're just going to use this one that's on the road all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it doesn't look good. It's like half of, the, half of it looks blue, and half of it just looks like the regular metal color that's under the blue. Because the blue is worn off. It's yeah. a very old cage. It's a very old cage. So, I mean, in all honesty, like, a lot of this match is nothing... It's it's a Kevin Nash match. Yeah, I mean it's Brett Brett does try. Yeah, yeah. But I mean it's a lot of just you know, do one move so the other guy's down, go to get out of the cage, get stopped. Yeah. It's go to the door, get stopped. It's double down, go to the door, get stopped. That's a that's literally the whole match yeah, is climb, nothing but climb the cage, climb to the top of the cage, then forget how to climb down. Yeah, like at one point Brett legitimately wins the match. He's fully he's, on the outside of the cage. He's fully on the outside he's of the all cage, the way. but na- but Diesel grabbing his hair stops him from climbing. Yeah. Like he could even with um Diesel holding his hair, Brett could take two steps and he would have won. Yes. But of course he doesn't. Um, there's a, uh, Brett climbs up and Diesel gives him just like a straight up, like up the gun, up the middle, uh, low blow that yeah. then Brett drops down into crotching himself on the top rope, yep. which of course was definitely a Brett thing and not a plan between the two of them thing. <laughs> uh, it's definitely Brett thinking that that was a part of the story. Um, but yeah, like there, there's no, you know, like he doesn't hit a jackknife, uh, no. No, it doesn't a jackknife. He doesn't hit like his big sidewalk slam. He No, what what were I think the he hits moves a, that Diesel he, did? He hits a match. big boot and yeah. he hits a big like kitchen sink at the beginning. Yeah. Brett Brett takes the chest first really hard into the buckle. Very hard. Twice? Yeah. Um he also takes a Diesel just like uh grabs him by the throat and slams him over the top rope into the cage. Yeah. But like it's there's nothing to this match. It's, it's not a lot. It's nothing at all. Yeah. Um, it does uh have an interesting finish, I guess. Sure. Um, as far as 
Brett is down. Diesel's going to win. He's crawling to the door. Um, but from right by the door, a hole emerges where the Undertaker reaches out and grabs Diesel by the leg and then drags him into it, straight kicking, kicking, kicking and screaming. To hell. Straight, straight to hell. And, and a, then a bunch of smoke comes out comes of it. Here comes Fog Machine. And uh, meanwhile, Brett has very easily climbed over and dropped to the floor. Yeah, Brett's fine. As soon as Brett wins, uh, Diesel cr- crawls his way back out of uh, from under the ring with one of his pant legs ripped. Which I like, didn't... all the way which up. Which I wasn't ready for and didn't like. One of his nice leather Diesel pant legs is ripped. Yeah. And you very, very rarely see any bare leg no, on Kevin Nash. I don't think I've ever seen him. He's a long pants man he... through and through. For a reason. Yes. Because they're kind of just like Chickeny. weird skinny legs yeah. with a big yeah. red knee pad when, on it. When he... The and only, I wasn't ready for The it. only other times I can think of him in shorts are at spring breakouts. Yes. That's it. Because he's wearing shorts because he, he doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. Yeah. And him and Hall are fucking around. Like when it's l- nobody go in the pool, that's so-and-so spot. And Nash goes, luckily I'm the spring breakout cannonball champion. Cannonball! And cannonballs into the pool. <laughs> and probably hurts himself because that pool's not designed for it's two a seven-foot <laughs> tall man to cannonball into. But whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the match is literally nothing. Brett wins. Diesel gets scared and, and very easily and very quickly climbs out of the cage. They're like, oh, you should have done that earlier, And buddy. if it was that easy, just do it. Yeah. But then Taker climbs out and Taker does a big old pose at the top. The lights go out. His music goes on. There's smoke and stuff. And obviously setting up a very a of, mediocre yeah, a lot WrestleMania of, match. A lot of pomp and circumstance just to set up fucking Diesel and Undertaker, which is not good. Not good at all. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it was a pretty lackluster show other than Owen and and Sean, as, I mean, pretty much every one of these is a one-match yeah, show. Yeah, it's usually one banger and a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I wish we had gotten an Ahmed Johnson match. That would have been pretty cool. Where's Ahmed? Uh, he's on the next one, I believe. I think the next one is Ahmed Jake versus Bulldog Owen. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, which I guess is good or I guess that's whatever. Something. I'm sure there's some weird bulldog Ahmed interaction, considering they're both just big old just beefs, giant couple of big beefs, just a couple of chunks. <laughs> so yeah, I mean yeah, this one was really a whole lot of nothing. Uh, so hopefully the next one's a little bit better. And um, but- as of the next one, I saw them all live, so I'll I'll have uh, nostalgia reports for you. And for anyone who's been a listener to this podcast for uh however long we've been doing it scott 40 years 40 years uh today marks the end of an era oh because this is the last podcast that will be recorded oh that's right my current and for the majority of my life uh living situation i was wondering how you were going to get out of that sentence Uh, turns out not well (laughs) about as well as i expected um in in exactly three days i will be living in a different area and it will be number one it is more populous for the kind of things i'm into and also (laughs) has excellent food choices what it's right by the beach. What kind of things are you into that one would associate with that area of downtown Vancouver? Salami. Salami. It's the Italian district. You don't know that? 
It's all the bistros and the and the gabagool. More and the... like uh, more like beef stros. Yeah, I'm down with beef stros. And yeah, a lot of uh, there's a lot there's a, there's a lot of um, a lot of salted cured meat. There's a lot of gaps in the wall, and that's uh, some, true. Some cut curtains. The, a lot of the yeah, a lot of the uh, public restrooms in the area have fallen into disrepair <laughs> i i expect to get a lot of long handshakes oh and uh sil- I, I hope i see some cobblestone a silk sheets sort of fellow perhaps perhaps so it not only is it benefiting that uh but of course i'm right by the right by the beach right near the beach and it also means that uh one scott henson gets to travel oh i don't know 40 minutes less to get here uh yeah about yeah. that okay. i'm pretty i'm pretty psyched about uh both driving time and food options food options and we also found out that one of your favorite coffee joints is like two blocks from my place it's a walker it's a walker yeah texas ranger shout out uh, to matchstick oh and it, actually you're not even that far from my favorite well it's not it's is not much a, it's is, not a walk is there a revolver no well there, there's only the one revolver and that that's not a walker oh. but it's a short driver it's still close I mean, downtown, all of downtown is not that big. Yeah, literally the only problem with everything downtown is parking. Yeah. So I don't know what you're going to do about parking, because there's not really street, there's just some street parking. So but... when you said there was guest parking, you were lying. I don't know. We'll see. So you don't know. Uh, I don't actively know. Idiot. I will find out for you. I, I can't wait to can't wait to get my car towed every time yeah, I come over. That'll be really fun. That's a good story. That is a good, <laughs> a good story, story for the podcast. So that time I got my car towed eighteen times in a row. The very next edition of this podcast that you hear will be recorded from the city of Vancouver, Brand British new. Columbia, as opposed to the city of Coquitlam, British Columbia. Go to hell, Coquitlam. Which I would say is probably eighty five plus percent of the amount of podcasts we've done. Easily. Almost all. All of them have been yeah. exclusively in here or on the patio. There have been a couple at Kelly's house who is also in Coquitlam. Um, but other than that, every yeah, it's almost all been here. Even the early days, like before this. Oh, where? Like, like, like the, 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 the back catalog I, of uh, I, I Sucks, Sucks Dick's, Dick's Heart, Heart Cinema. Cinema uh, which if you haven't heard room. any of those, I don't recommend them. I mean, there's probably funny stuff. The, but it's the, also really bad quality. The audio quality would be dog shit, because that would have probably been recorded on an... That would be your iPhone. On an, And not even my current iPhone. No. Like my, pro, an iPhone, iPhone 6? No, no, no. I have an iPhone 6 now. Oh. An iPhone 3? <laughs> I think an iPhone 4. Okay. Yeah. So, and also in a room, either in a room or outside on a sun deck yeah. with four with four people. Bunch of sometimes, ambient noise. Sometimes, sometimes there was a laptop with somebody live so yep. we did a lot of those. So I mean, yeah, if you're really bored and you want to go back and go look through them, some really old back catalog stuff, there is a bunch of Isaac's Dick's Heart Cinema. But yeah, there, it's been a lot yeah. of years of recording in this house, and this is the very last one. Absolutely, it is absolutely an end of an era. The um, all the real old stuff is not on the podcast feed, but it is all on the YouTube. So if you're getting this via YouTube on uh, what the I don't know. You can, you can search for it. I, I, what's my fucking? I think I'm. I think it's Blue Thunder video on on YouTube. But you can just search the podcast. You you know where it is. Um. Yeah, it's all there if you want to listen to our very early and uh, unprofessional, not really figuring out what we were doing <laughs> type uh, podcasts. Yep. So yeah, check those out if you want. And 
of course follow us on Twitter at not Scott Henson at Sari and Softpaws and send us a little bit of fucking money for once in a, once in a while. Yeah, God, I'm I'm moving. I need the money. Drew's moving, and I and I'm moving you to send me some money. <laughs> uh, PayPal.me slash not Scott Henson. And if it's also for Drew, mention him in the note or I'll keep it for myself. <laughs> Even if you do mention my name, he'll keep it for Even himself. Even if you do, I might keep it for myself. It's a fun surprise every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that will that should probably do it. This is probably too long anyway. Eh. But the most important thing is that the secret letter is E. See ya!